How's it going, everyone, and welcome back to Overland Talk of the Delta. This is episode nine, and tonight I am with my brother Trevor, who's up here with me in Jonesboro. How's it going? Pretty good. So, coming off of our episode of last weekend, we spoke a lot about food storage, whether it's dry or frozen or however, and tonight, Trevor and I are going to be talking about kind of like what we like to do when it comes to food whether that be breakfast, lunch, or dinner. And we'll just start off real quick. We got, first up, you got breakfast, which it's probably not usually order things. Usually your first meal out at camp is probably going to be dinner because when you get out there, especially when we leave and get out there at like 7, 8 o'clock at night. But like I said, we're going to start off with breakfast. And usually we have what most people would consider to be like their typical breakfast. Which is usually just going to be egg, sausage, cup of coffee, maybe toast. Um, occasionally, we have done burritos once. I don't think you were out there for that. I don't believe so. I don't remember burritos at all. Yeah, but I mean, you can really do just about anything you want to out there, depending on like, what your setup is. If you have like small camp stoves, uh, most of the time you might have two burners at max. So... It, can't really do a whole lot real extravagantly unless you just want to spend a little bit of time and it kind of depends on like what you're wanting to do out there if you're doing scenery then you can easily spend more time to sit there at breakfast and enjoy the scene sure but if you're wanting to get out there real quick on the trail then you might not want to spend an hour cooking breakfast and everything but you can really do just about anything um i definitely think it'd be neat one time to go out there and like do the whole nine yards make biscuits gravy my pancakes. Spend, spend three hours on breakfast. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> it, it would be kind of nice to go out there at least once and just spend a day like on just at the campsite. So we just like yeah. So we can just like you know spend three hours just get ready for breakfast and then have a little time to make lunch. You know, just kind of relax and everything. But I mean, we can't really do that unless we're going out there for a week. Just have it just a waste a day like that. Unless you just weren't so much into trail riding that time around. Yeah. True. Um, but we've also been known to occasionally, depending on how quickly you're wanting to get up, and this is usually your last morning out there that we do this, um, there has been a couple of times where we would make just real quick breakfast smoothies. We'd yeah, get like a uh, mm-hmm. protein shake and like a protein chocolate pack and half a cup of milk and mix it all together and actually be pretty good at times if you do it right. I know uh, Trevor Mitchell weren't too big fans of it one time, but... I, I don't mind it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it was only because it was, it was the first time I was out there. Yeah. And I wasn't really knowing what to expect and everything. And when Nathan says camp, I'm like, oh, you know, we're going to get... The camp I was used to was, you know, normal breakfast, normal lunch, normal dinner. Growing up at a camper. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, uh, by the way, I got these protein shakes for breakfast. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think we made breakfast, like actually made made breakfast. Any of those mornings? No, I don't think so. Cause it, well, I was, was that the time that uh, that was the time Seth met us out there in the fire truck. Yeah, that was over Christmas break, wasn't it? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, Mitchell and I got to where we were mixing the protein shakes up with our coffee. Yeah, it actually wasn't that bad. I was kind of impressed. Go at your own risk. <laughs> <laughs> Just say that. <laughs> um, but I mean you. 
you really can just do whatever you want to. You're really not, the only thing that limits you and what you're going to be able to cook out there is really just your setup and the time you want to spend doing it. So, like I said, I, it really just depends on who we have out there, how many people we have, and what our really goal is to do for that day. Um, typically, I like to cook, so I'm usually going to, you know, lean towards having a better cooked meal for the day. Um, now, when it comes to lunch, that is the day or the time of day that we probably spend the least amount of time on. For sure. And it's not like, it, well, it's the only reason it's like, like that is because, like I said, we don't have that time to where we can, we're still at camp, can get out our stoves and stuff to cook and everything. It's usually we have like lunch meat and in our coolers and everything. We just find a spot to pull over if we're on a trail and just eat real quick. But the most we've ever cooked for lunch has been pretty much frying up a can of Spam. Yeah. To, to lay down on some crackers or a piece of bread or something. But we really don't get real fancy with it. Heck, I think one time Mitchell, Seth, and I just legit just ate a box of oh, uh, Fruit Loops one time. <laughs> <laughs> I think we had like three Cliff Bars and we ate a pack of Fruit Loops on the front of the Jeep. I do remember when that same time we, had, we did those protein shakes that one morning. Uh, Seth had those like... Uh, or the deer, uh, oh, sausage. Oh, that's yeah. another thing we do. A lot of times we'll just instead of like actually making lunch, we'll just keep stuff that's like pre-made, pre-sealed, like mm -hmm. in the jeeps and the trucks, and just kind of snack while we're driving around. That's kind of the way I kind of prefer it too. Yeah, especially for lunch because like I know what it is. I I like I like to sit down for breakfast and. Just when we're out driving around, it's just one of those things that you're just kind of like nonchalantly eating, mm -hmm. not really thinking about it, and you're not really hungry until you kind of sit down to get ready for camp that night, and you're like, nah, that's when you want to cook dinner and everything, but I mean, lunch is kind of just, the way we do it, it's just eat, eat the entire time we're out there, or... Or just however it happens. Yeah. You know, I... I you that's another thing. You can really do whatever you want, but I would say most people when you're out overlanding are either just not going to worry about lunch or you're going to do something quick and easy. And unless I have one of those like little powered coolers that we were talking about last week, I hate to carry lunch meat and slices of cheese around because as soon as you open them, it water it's going to be full water and you've got to dry <laughs> yeah. your meat or cheese out before you lay it out on your bread. Yeah, you have to have, the only way you would have to prevent that is if you have some, like, nice, like, resellable cheese. Or, Ziploc, or Ziploc yeah. baggies. But, I mean, I remember we did that one year, and somehow, it, like, the water inside froze. Because it got, I think, it below, <laughs> below freezing that one night, yeah. and it froze, and we couldn't eat it. Well, we had to thaw back yeah. out. <laughs> um, now, where I usually go all out is dinner. Come dinner time, I want a big meal. I want everyone to be fat and sleep like a baby that night. <laughs> hey, so yeah, din dinner is my favorite, especially when Nathan goes out there. Cause I know he's cooking. I don't have to worry about anything. <laughs> I can just get my stuff set up for the night, and I can just kick back, relax, and everything. Cause I know he's taking care of everything else. And he's like, "Hey, food's ready." I'm like, "Oh yeah, let's go." 
And as soon as I get the food out of the pan, I'm usually got dessert thrown straight in there right afterwards. Mm-hmm. Now we um now when it comes to dinner, especially with the setup I have now with my really nice big grill, that's easy to set up. I, say, I haven't been out there since you've gotten that. You've seen I me was, use it, just not out at camp yet. Yeah, I was sick the last time when that happened. Yeah, now you literally can do anything, and I cook everything in cast iron, so. If you can cook it in a cast iron pan, I will do it. Except that pot you burn. Oh, I mean, it's asparagus and taters, like kind of like stick on the side of oh, uh, and of course it was um, that wasn't even cast iron. That was a stainless steel pot. Yeah. If it if it was cast iron, it wouldn't have stuck. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've, I've done it a hundred times with my cast iron. It was fine. Wasn't no. that because it was windy? You did, and that was the well, first time you were using it. It was the first time I was using it, and the wind was blowing really heavily. And if I didn't have the heat or the flame turned up most of the way up, then the wind kept blowing it out. And I'm pretty sure the pot just got a little too hot on the sides, mm-hmm. where there wasn't oil and stuff sitting. And even even to this day, I mean, the pot's perfectly clean, and I boil water in it every other day to make tea, and. It will still occasionally, I can finally get some stuff to come out, but it, I mean, I don't think it's ever going to be silver again, but who cares? It, I mean, it works. Well, I was about to ask, I was like, do you think that's a, a maybe a, like a problem with that? Where it just, because nah. it was windy that day, it was just, you, I think it was if you would have had the nicest thing out hot. there, you would have yeah. done something. Yeah, no, is it, did, did they not make like wind protectors for this kind of stuff? I mean, there is up top, and I had it up. It's just that wind was so heavy and where we were sitting on the side of the hill it was just swooping right up underneath the grill right up on top of the we're up on top of the mountain yeah, yeah. i could see that so it was it was fighting as much as it could <laughs> um no that wind was crazy that night um but no i mean i've done anything from steaks brats hamburgers hamburger mac done my fish tacos out there fajitas i mean like i said you can really do just about anything and then one of my favorite things to do afterwards is make um some sort of cobbler or cake afterwards mm-hmm. like i love if you just go get the uh pre-canned like um apples throw them in the bottom of a cast iron pot put some oh uh oh what is it um just like some sort of cake mix inside of it. It's not the uh, yellow cake. That's not yellow cake mix, is it? That's what I usually use. Yeah, is it the yellow cake mix? Yeah. yeah. And then I don't. I don't think you have to have an egg, but a lot of times I'll go ahead and crack an egg in there, kind of mix it up a little bit, and then pour a can of like Sprite in it. And it's oh, so, it's so good. good. It's so moist. It just kind of melts in your mouth. Oh my gosh! Especially if you put a little bit of brown sugar on top. Mm-hmm. That is. It is so good. You'll you'll be hurting pretty quick. Oh <laughs> um, yeah, if you're not already hurting from what you cooked for dinner. <laughs> so, out of everything I've cooked out there, what would you say would be your favorite meal you've had out there so far? Probably the steaks, and uh, I'm just a big steak guy. Yeah. And um, now one of my favorite things to do, and I'm usually not a big brat guy. Like I'll, I'll eat like one or two. It's like I, I like brats. It's just like. I can't eat like three or four of them. <laughs> but what I would like to do is have brats the night before and then the next morning eat 
eat whatever leftovers we have. Oh, with the scrambled with eggs. With the scrambled eggs. Brides for scrambled eggs is honestly really good. I don't know what it does. I guess it's just because I'm just waking up and it just <laughs> it feels different. But, I don't know, brides and eggs is good. Yeah. And another thing I wouldn't mind trying to do one time was, like, actually go ahead and pre-cooking a breakfast casserole. Oh, you just bring it and out there and pre-heat reheating it, it out there. Um, I've definitely reheated stuff out there before. It's really not that hard if you got a nice, big, deep pot. Because mm-hmm. um, all you got to do is have, have it in some Tupperware that will fit in your pot. Put some water in there, get the pot to a boil, and you just let it sit there and float. Don't let it sit on the sides for too long and melt. <laughs> but um, Mitchell likes to try to do that. Mitchell likes to try to do everything. <laughs> um, but no, I, don't be afraid to pre- make meals and then bring it out meal prepping is so nice once you're out there because the less chopping and preparing you have to do once you're out there that the nicer it's going to be like i wouldn't be like if i was going to do my homemade hamburgers out there i wouldn't be good go ahead and patty them up before we get out there putting them in some sort of storage and then bring them out then all i got to do then is throw them on the pan throw them on the pan and go um Real easy, real simple that way. But that's something you haven't done. No, I've been out there. Most of the time that we've been out there, we usually are pretty busy right before we go out, so we don't have a whole lot of time to prep. Know something you need to do now since you have that mac and cheese recipe? What's that? Make some of that mac and cheese while we're out there. Oh, yeah. No, I definitely could do that. And that'd be easy to make there. Yeah. That'd be pretty easy. Now, I got this, I would say, I wouldn't really say recipe because I change the cheese up every time. But one thing I do right now that everyone's craving apparently is... Bro, I don't know what it is, but it's amazing. really good. I now, guess uh, it's just homemade mac and cheese is different than the box stuff. Better, better, <laughs> definitely better than the craft stuff. Now what I do is I take um, take some flour, throw it in your pan with like half, half a stick of butter melted up in there. Start getting it all clumped up and then you start I end up using about a quart of milk when no. it's all said and done kind of um, eyeball it and just you know, yeah, like, I mean, yeah, you're that, essentially that's making, the right consistency and everything yeah, you're essentially making breakfast gravy and then as soon as you get that breakfast gravy consistency maybe a little bit thinner than you would have your typical gravy um, is when I would I stick in like half a block of cream cheese get it all melted up and then I take the smaller bags of cheese, say like from Walmart or Kroger, and I just get like five different types of cheese. Doesn't matter what kind of cheese it is, just get five of them. The more cheese you can put in there, the better in my opinion. And I put about half a bag of each one of those bags in there, and I'll call it my three or six cheese, mac and cheese. Oh, so good. Then once you you get your noodles boiled up and you don't strain the noodles, I just spoon them up, put them in there because a little bit of that water helps kind of lighten up that cheese sauce a little bit oh my goodness it's so good so very good but the only thing you would have to figure out to do is how to get that nice crisp on top get yeah. a flamethrower just on top of it <laughs> if we had a torch we definitely could do it um another thing you could do is if you were doing it in a dutch oven or if you had a dutch oven lid you could put some of those coals on yeah, top. Yeah, you could yeah. turn the fire off and just get some coals and set them on the lid, and I think that would probably accomplish it. Maybe. 
if I had to. And I, you could even just, while you're cooking down the cheese and everything, you could even preheat the uh, lid on the burner next to you. If you could, or set it in the fire and go ahead and get it hot so it doesn't take the coals real long to heat up. I don't know how you do that. Or if I had the oven attachment to put on that grill. You're going to get that eventually. I, someday I will get that. <laughs> this, this grill I got for Christmas, it has a like a pizza oven attachment and you can sit on it. And it, it's, I mean, it's set up to make pizzas, obviously, but you could easily set something like that in there, bake a cake, like a small cake in there if you mm-hmm. had it. Um, there's literally no limit to what you can cook out there as long as you have the time, the patience, and enough of the gear to sit down and do it. Yeah, okay. um, But yeah, but one of my favorite parts, probably equivalent to riding around and off-roading, is a legit just sitting there, everyone around the campfire, cooking dinner, eating dinner, drinking beer, and just... Sitting there chit-chatting and watch, looking out in the distance. I, I, to me, that's one of my favorite parts of the whole the whole experience. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of nice, especially because, like, you, it's one of those things you probably don't think about it, but you kind of get beat up right, right <laughs> on those trails. You kind of get a little tired and yeah. sore And so it's kind of nice. Is, oh, uh, once it's done, you know, let the, watch the sunset and everything. And, you know, have that big old meal and everything. And like, like Nathan said, um, <clears throat> sitting around a campfire just talking about some stories, cracking some jokes and everything. It's it's a fun experience. You know the next thing I'm going to spend my money on for camping setup? What? Well, I'm going to pull it up while I'm telling him. But uh, just some nicer camp chairs. Yeah. Like, I like the ones we have because they have a little oh, uh, little table or shelf on the side of them, if you mm-hmm. want to call them that. Um, it, uh, it's not the most comfortable on your back. At least for you. For I me, yeah. I have back problems, so I can't really sit in them real comfortably. Um, the only thing I have a real problem with them is that you can't really lean back in them. Yeah. It kind of makes you sit straight up and down. And it kind of does wear on your back a little bit, but I've kind of found a way to sit at them where I'm comfortable, but I'm, I'm a small guy. You can't, I know you guys can't see me, but yeah, I'm a big <laughs> small guy, but... Um, so I can kind of move around a little bit, but someone like Nathan, who's a little bit bigger, I can see how I'd be a little bit more uncomfortable. Yeah, the back of that chair rides up a lot lower on my back than it does for you. No, this is what I would love. Big boy chair. Is that a two-person It's chair? a two-person, yeah. That's kind of cool. I'm talking to someone now, so now I need a spot. Oh, is that what it yeah. is? Yeah, going twos now. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Let's go. You know, I'm looking at like a uh, Ozark Trail two-person love seat is what they call it. It's, I mean, it's a... I mean, the price is on It's really not bad. I'm thinking $60 Mm-mm. for a two-person couch to pop out at camp. Heck yeah. You know something I would like, and, but it's just more stuff we got to carry out there, but I would oh, like we got it. enough rigs now. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. But just be like a little personal table. Yeah, no, just something to sit down and put your stuff on. Where yeah, you're so you don't have to hold it and everything. Yeah, I was thinking about that before because I, I bring a little pop-up plastic table to sit up next to me when I'm cooking. Oh, it's so nice to have that pretty much essentially counter space. So you gotta make an L. So you yeah. like set up two. Um, well, you don't have to do that now because you have your grill. You just put the table right next to right. it now. Or but what you I used did, to do like you used to have one table facing one way, and you just kind of met the other one up and made it like an L. Well, I met it up with the tailgate. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And once we have our trailer built, I'll be able to back our camper up next to where we want it. I could still use the tailgate like that. 
And yeah. I could have like a little you. I could have. Well, Mitch doesn't have a tailgate anymore. You just it's my tailgate on my camper. Oh, you're talking about on the camper? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. No, I'd, I would probably have the grill in the middle, tailgate to my right, table to my left. That way I could prep stuff out on the table or on so the like tailgate. Yeah. <laughs> so I could prep stuff on the tailgate, cook there in the middle, and I could put like completed food and stuff ready to serve. Can you not set that uh, grill on a table? Or does it get too hot on the It says burners? you shouldn't. And I think it's the lack of airflow, really, okay, that yeah. it needs. But now what I think would be really cool is that once we get the camper built, mm-hmm. I think it'd be neat to build like pretty much weld eyelets and, just... and be able to hang my grill on the side I mean, of the Well, thing. I mean, how would But you I don't do know that? if that would be too hot right there next to it also. I'm just thinking, like, how would you get the ones on the front? You would just have get some build some legs or some poles that would go down to the the bottom of the camper and put up or you could still have the front legs on it yeah potentially do that, yeah. but i mean I, that's not a must need thing so it would just it'd just be a neat idea mm-hmm. um but no i love that little grill now what's some other things you would think would just be some nice like nice things to have around at camp stuff like those chairs or tables uh, like I said, those tables. I uh, think more lighting would be neat. Stuff like lighting to hang up in the trees. Yeah, that is kind of something we like on. And, I mean, we, you know those, like, uh, those Inu lights that we have? Mm-hmm. That we kind of, we string up above our, um, hammocks and everything? Yeah. Those are nice. Other than the fact that if you want them hanging, you got to find a place to you gotta tie hang rope somewhere, yeah. and hang them up And they really, and they don't throw a lot of light. No, they really don't. So, I mean, they're definitely more of a personal light, like above a hammock. Mm-hmm. Um, and to me, LEDs on the rig, when you're sitting there draining the battery, and two, almost a little too bright. Um, but I think it'd be neat to have some poles that we could stand up with some hooks on them. Yeah. And just, like, string out some of those uh, string lights. I love string lights. And it's not even really like I want to see or anything. It's just like a nice glow. Nice enough to be able to walk around yeah. and not trip over everything. I don't want it like, like you said, the bar lights are too bright. Right. But just like having a nice glow out there, so you can like see where you're stepping and everything. But still. And, or if you have to get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom or grab something. You, yeah. You're not like just lost. Yeah. Just bright enough so when people drive by here, you know there's someone there. Yeah. <laughs> Another thing I'd love to have is. For Mitchell to find another way to mount that awning back on the truck. Did y'all ever use that? I remember he had it on there, but I can't remember if we just ended up not going out, or if he just. That's what it was. No, it was we spring went, break. We, we just went, went out, out for the day the day ride. It was either that or we went out and he forgot the poles. No, it. I'm pretty sure it was the spring break one. Cause I remember him taking it off. Before we went out there, because we decided not to, go, to spend the night, and there was no use for it. I can't we remember. We went out there for the day. Yeah, I would love to find a way to put it on our camper, but it's be a little too long to put on the camper because it went. It was almost the full length of his truck, I think. That was eight feet. Well, I mean, if it was, I bet you could put it on that bed because it, it, that's how that's how far it was. Cause I'm pretty sure you put it from. The front portion of his bed to the back. It went all the way in front of the cab. Did it? Yeah. I didn't think it was that long. Mm-hmm. It's like 
to the twelve feet. Oh. Now it hung <laughs> like it hung at the back of the bed and the front of the bed, but it hung out all the way in front of the cab. That's probably what I'm, I'm probably thinking about where you put the. Yeah, it mounted right behind the cab, but yeah, it. That's probably what I'm thinking. It went all the way out in front of the, the front of the cab. Yeah, not you. Not you say that. I kind of remember it sticking out a little further now. Yeah, if I had a a jeep with a roof rack on it, that was real nice. I would definitely look into getting one of those, fanning well, awnings. Can you still just do the same thing on the camper, just centering a little bit more, so you don't have so much overhang on either side? Yeah, but it would. Like I said, that's only an eight foot bed, so you'd have what two foot or more sticking out. <laughs> well, I'm not. The support isn't my my worry. It's the clearance. Uh, talking about bring out there on a trail. Yeah, like if we're say if you get a sharp turn, like you don't want to be poking at your jeep or truck. A truck would be fine because it'd go over to bed. But if you were carrying it with a SUV, I don't know. You'd have to be careful. Make sure you're not like going to get too close. I don't know if it would touch before you would jackknife or not. But also, you just have to be careful about like what you might get it hung up on. True. But no, I think. Now, if there was a way we could find a way to, like, cut the housing in half. Oh, no, we'd have to add material if I was going to do that. Oh, no, 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 this would be fine. I think it'd be neat if we could find a way to cut the housing in half. And then, like, be able to fold it out into position. Like, so when it was we weren't using it, it could fold up. But we'd have to completely redo. We'd have to take the awning completely off its rig. Cut the pole in half. And then find a way to hinge it, modify the fabric to go around it. Or you could just look up a eight foot awning that rolls out <laughs> and just go buy I mean, you can do that too, but we already have one as our, our deal. No, I honestly wouldn't be against trying to see if I could sell it to somebody because, I mean, it could definitely be used still. And then, which, I mean, honestly, I wouldn't be, I'd honestly be fine with. Mitchell just rigging it back on his truck again, and we still put a small one on the on the camper. Yeah. Because there's probably definitely going to be times I go out when he doesn't, and I'm still would wish I had something like that to paint on top of your... Oh, with Mitchell having those, uh, like, 2 by 4 holders on the side of his uh, flatbed uh, flat now, bed. you can probably just make something where he just puts 2 by make something where he puts, like, on 2 by 4s just sticking in those holes on the side of his flatbed. Possibly. Very possibly. I think that'd be easier than the bed, honestly. Well, the bed, you already had a rig set up for it. Well, I mean, because it just connected from the headache rack. I mean, it still has a headache rack. I was going to say, the headache rack, he would still be able to connect it the same way. It's how it mounts to the back of the bed. He'd have to figure out. You know, if you're insinuating as far as like how we would mount it to the camper, we have, we'd have to come up with a whole new way to yeah. mount it to the camper. Eight foot awning. <laughs> telling you, they have to be out there somewhere. Oh, I know they're out there. <laughs> Just how many hundred dollars you want to spend when we can redneck it? <laughs> I mean, honestly, this just for now, I'm gonna be even against just finding a way to throw a tarp up. Oh yeah, no, we've we've done that plenty of times. Yeah. I ain't against that. You know something we, you know, uh, don't we have like a little like four leg, oh, uh, we do now have a one of those ten foot by ten foot 
Oh, uh, we had two of them, little tents. And apparently one of them, one of their legs doesn't work. And I think we just need to take that one. Yeah. And just the side that the legs don't work on, we just tie it down to one of the, the rigs while we're out there. Or just figure out if it, why it's broken and try to fix it. Or that, which a lot of times those are usually broken for reasons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Depending on what what all their, uh, is going on inside of them. But yeah, no. Honestly, that would be another tent idea. I wouldn't mind for a little bit. So they got those tents that hook onto those awnings. And it, look, it looks like half a tent, but like it doesn't really have any poles in and of itself. I think it has just two little bows, one in the back and one in the front. Hmm. And like when when you have it all like pulled out, when you're looking straight at it, it looks like a square. And it just has those little hooks that go in there and like hook onto the, the frame of that awning. I don't think I've seen those. I saw your picture real fast. Well, that would be kind of cool. Because you can just set that up, and then when you're not using the tent, let's see. You can use it for other things. 10 foot tent. Tent. <laughs> that might, I might come up with what I need. What would you. What would I call that? Yeah. Don't ask me. So pretty much just take that tent and cut it in half. And just and throw it, it on the awning. It clips onto those awnings. Hmm. Let's well, see. I don't think I've ever seen those. Uh, I'm, I'm, no, I'm not spelling this correctly. No way. Um, -dum -dum -dum. I saw them first at Walmart. They're pretty cool. It's this is a similar deal right here. Now that's kind of cool. That's but see that's this is also its own thing. Like that's just a stand-up tent that has an awning on the front. Now, that is pretty cool, though. That's pretty cool. It's $400, though, but that's cool. <laughs> Let's see. What, what else can I find here? Why she thinks you're going to try to look up are going to be $400? Actually, no, they're like a $60 tent. If that, maybe $40. Hmm. But the expensive part is usually the awning itself. Yeah, probably. I can see that. If I can just find some pictures of it, because do 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 do. Can you not just scroll back up? Can you, whoa 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 whoa! Can you not just do something like that? But I like have like. I mean, that would be more specifically for like around a picnic table. I don't know if I'd sleep underneath that. Maybe the one I saw. Like that. Still don't know if I want to sleep. Like most of the time, these awnings aren't meant to stay up in the, the weather, though. Are you saying the ones that have the, the tent itself would be fine in the weather? Maybe not the awning, but the tent itself would be would be fine. Assuming the awning stayed up, I guess. I mean, either way, I mean you don't really want a tent camp in a storm ever, really, if you can avoid it. Oh, you know, I did but that. But it is a. <laughs> It is a neat little, oh, uh, I, I can't believe I can't find this. Oh, no, how about 10-foot awning side tent? Wait, I think I just saw it right there. Oh, that's it right there. Yeah, right here. That is weird. Yeah, it just clicks on to the side of the awning. Hmm. Something that I would never have thought of of being, like, 
a thing. And like, yeah, that's kind of cool. And you can attach as many as you want. And honestly, the more you attach, the more safe the awning's going to be. Bro, that'd be kind of cool. You could, like, hook up yeah, three yeah, just they like got that. Yeah, got three of them right yeah. there. Yeah, no. They're, they're really like Walmart. Yeah, I know. That's where I found it. Yeah, see, look, like I said, $45. Wow. It was right there just a second ago. Literally, as soon as I say the price, the price. Oh, it's right there. It's because it moves. It's yeah. fancy. But yeah, no, $45, you can go get one of those little tents. Like I said, the more expensive part is usually going to be the actual 10-foot awning. Yeah, I should go get some. That's if our 10-foot awning works. But yeah, no, honestly, that would be... You just hook it up to the legs at work. How's the awning going to stand up? Well, then you... Are all the legs broken, or just no, one? I'm, no, I think it's just the one. That's what I'm saying. You just hook the two the tents up to the legs at work. The awning still needs to stand up all the way. Would you have to fix it or lean it up against something? Well, I think you said you're just gonna like find a way to. I mean, you'd have to find a way to hook it up yeah, to a rig or something. Yeah. yeah. But in that case, it doesn't matter what side you're clicking onto. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, I, I mean, this this kind of started off as a, a food podcast, but now we're kind of just going, what, what would make things uh, about camp just a little bit nicer? But, you know, that's, that's something I saw at a Walmart one time with my buddy Mark, and I was like, that would be a neat little just tent I idea. I for $45? That's cheaper than your chair. It is. <laughs> and it can't hold me up. But yeah, no, I mean, it, it definitely a little thought because you could easily put two to three people in each one of those. Oof. I don't know about three. I mean, two, yeah. I mean, you and significant other or however you want to arrange that. Good thing I have a significant other. <laughs> <laughs> that whole thing is going to be mine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no, I, yeah. And honestly, like, I've always thought about that'd be a cool thing to set up next to to uh to have the 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 table and grill. What do you mean like just because you could have say like if you had the tents hanging on like side by side corners, mm-hmm. you could have in the other corner have your grill with the oh um with your table and everything set up and everything would be pretty nicely covered. Yeah. I don't think it'd be be no big deal. No. Anything else you got for us? Uh, not that I can just think of off the top of my head. Um, I'm trying to think of like when I go out there. Some of the things I wasn't like that. I think the last time you and me were on here, I was talking about how I would like everyone to have walkie-talkies just because. Oh yeah. Everyone just be on the same page, but we right. already kind of talked about that. Yeah, yeah. But um. The only other thing, especially if we were going to do some summer camping, I would kind of like to have some sort of shower set up yeah that would be nice but I mean the way we're out there I don't know how we're going to do that get your body wet real quick soap (laughs) up and then wash off honestly (laughs) as bad as it might sound I wouldn't mind just taking some soap and going sitting in the creek for a minute Mm -hmm. definitely could I mean you could do my idea just get wet real quick soap up and wash off well you could yeah I mean, also, we wouldn't be against, like, hanging up a tarp in one area of the campsite. And that's where you walk off to and have, like, a... Get some sort of water container to sit up there. 
Yeah. And you just dribble over yourself, kind of set up. You, you can really set up a little shower head if you really wanted to. Ooh, fancy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, I think what we might try to do next week, if I can arrange it correctly and I can find the proper time for that everybody is free, I think it would be neat to get everybody that's been on the podcast this season because next week I believe should be the final episode of the of the season um, I would like to try to get everybody that's been on here and see if we can get everybody in one big zoom call and just kind of like do a best moments kind of episode that would be fun I think it would be a lot, of black, a lot of fun and then see if we can I think someday it would be neat if we can get all of us out there together because I've gone camping with all y'all I just, just not, not all at the same time. <laughs> no. But anyway, no, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap it up there. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening in once again. And, uh, yes, I'm going to do my little at-the-end-of-episode uh, joke. Um, you know, if you've been listening this far, then you can listen to this podcast on either Anchor, Spotify, or Apple Podcast. Because, obviously, you've been here. And... Once again, thank you all for watching. This has been Nathan with Overland Talk of the Delta. Have a good one, y'all.